0: I ended up enrolling in a Master of Education. It was only a few days in when I realised that I didn't want to give up on the dreams that I had. And the biggest thing was talking to my mum about it. It was great to have my mum say, listen, you are so passionate about this. Do you really want to throw it away? Hello guys welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast as always I'm your host Ebony May and back due to popular demand Mr Jordan Gavin Hicks.
1: Hi guys thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Guys I have Jordan on the pod because as I said he was quite popular in the episodes that we had but also because this is the last episode of season two. What a shame. What a shame. But season three is going to be pretty good,
1: isn't it? That's it. We're going on school holidays, kids. But we'll be back in... Sh- when is it? A month? Six weeks? What well, day are we back?
0: 25th of September. S- six weeks. Yeah. We're back and yeah. better than ever on the 25th of September. Um, we're talking about seasons today, aren't we?
1: That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Now, when you say seasons, I'm like, well, the latest season of Friends, <laughs> the latest season of Summer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, no, I've been hearing jokes about seasons all day, guys. Um, We're talking about, last week in the solo episode, I talked about balance and I talked about how the perception of balance is, um, well, we have a perception of balance that is kind of like perfection and I said that we can't really ever have perfect balance because we have different seasons in our life that call us, call for us to do different things and we have to be out of balance to do some things well. Yeah. So other bits of your life kind of fall to the wayside a little bit, but that's okay for that season. So this this week, you and I are going to talk about this year.
1: Yeah, well, essentially like a good way to summarize or to look back on your year and realize how far you've come, what season you're in and what season you have been. I think it's a good way to backtrack and what better way to do it than start from the start of this year. And we'll just slowly move through, see where you've moved from, what mm-hmm. seasons you've gone through, um, what you've learned from it, where you are now.
0: 100. It's been... I think I feel like it's been a whole year since the start of the year. Yeah, well, so much has happened.
1: I think the elephant in the room is obviously coronavirus. I mm-hmm. don't think we'll touch on it too much, but.
0: No, we don't really need to. No. I think we will definitely talk about isolation because that yeah. was a huge season of my life.
1: It's definitely played a part, but uh, yeah. I think everyone's sick of hearing about it, so we shouldn't go into it we'll in just, too much detail. We'll but just
0: say isolation.
1: It definitely adds a lot of context to a lot of the things that everyone's experienced this year.
0: Yes. Well, let's just say today is the 11th of August, 2020. So if you are listening to this in two years, that's probably good context to add.
1: Exactly. So should we start with the real recap?
0: We should start with the real recap. Okay, right. How's your last week been?
1: Um, Well, I'm on annual leave. So today we're recording is Tuesday. I go on annual leave on Friday and then I've got three and a half weeks off. Um, Yeah, woohoo for us. So... This week, really, it's, it's one of those weeks where you're just about to go on annual leave. Everything you're doing at work kind of feels a little bit pointless, and you're just holding out for that annual leave. That sweet, sweet holiday to come, come crashing through the door. Um, but uh, I was lucky enough to have you come stay with me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, started Stage 4 in Ge- Melbourne, Stage 3 in Geelong. Mm-hmm. So I've been graced by your presence for the past week. And for the next five weeks, (laughs) as long as it all turns out well. I'm in isolation, not I'm going to kick you out on the street. What's your week been like, Ebony?
0: I just realised that this whole thing is open.
1: (laughs) Oh, did you not realise?
0: We've made like a little attempted (laughs) cubby to make it soundproof. Oh, that's going to be so loud. Sorry, guys. Um, And I just realised that there's a big hole in the side. But we'll deal with it. Um, My last week has been a, a very big week, if we count. Me coming,
1: yeah, we'll count that. We'll go the last eight days. I mean, I did
0: do a real recap last week and I talked about that, but yeah, so obviously, for those at home, I came from Geelong to Melbourne after the announcement that Melbourne was going to stage four and that where I live in Geelong was going to stage three, so I was not going to be working. And as Jaw said, he's got his leave coming up, and to us, it kind of seemed pointless that if I was going to be out of work here and you were going to be on leave here. It just seemed dumb that I wouldn't come here.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's not much reason. There's nothing I'm going to be doing. There's nothing you're going to be doing, mm. really, most of the day. So if we're hanging out together, we may as well
0: yeah, may get as through well.
1: isolation. We've got plenty of puzzles sitting there ready to go. My little brother sent oh. me some books to read. Eb loves a puzzle.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also in other news... The podcast Instagram launched today, which so is really check exciting. We're having the a, at Real Health Podcast. So there's been lots of changes and I'm gonna get into that. I think I'm gonna do a trailer for season three. Um, and talk a little bit about the changes. But yeah, everything's getting like a movie redamped. Trailer?
1: Do you want me to do the voiceover? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh okay, right now.
0: in a world. <laughs> um yeah, so that w- that was a big big drop today. I've been working on the Instagram for ages. There were seventy eight posts that I did, and did all the graphics and stuff for before I even made it live tonight. So yeah, th- that's cool. If you want to go over to the Real Health podcast, if you want to stay tuned when um each episode drops, and you can even like i um, want to have little threads on each episode thread. So if you um if you want to talk about the episode, then you can chuck it on there. Um, and yeah, if you're listening, it's great. A lot of people have been tagging if at Ebony M&M Health, which keep doing that. But now you can also tag Real Health Podcast. Um, and the name has changed too. So it's not the Real Health Real Talk podcast anymore. It is just the Real Health podcast, which I like so much better. But I definitely am still used to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Um, so yeah, lots of new things happening. Last episode today, excited for season three, but excited to have a little bit of a break. Because since since when? Since... March, I've been doing two episodes a week, and that is a lot of work.
1: Well, that was a very in-depth weekly recap, wasn't it?
0: Yes. sorry. Real recap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Real Real long recap. Real long (laughs) recap. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the episode. We haven't really scripted this, and by haven't really scripted this, we have not at all scripted this, but Joel's going to kind of facilitate the discussion.
1: I'm going to treat this like a Wikipedia page for 2020. We're going to start off with okay. a quick summary, mm-hmm. uh, then we're going to go into early days, uh-huh. and then we'll go first dilemma, and then maybe second dilemma, <laughs> and eventually end up to today. Okay. So uh, where were you at the start of the year, Eb? Where were you located? Where were you working? Uh, where was your mindset at?
0: This is crazy, because it seems so much longer ago than this. So I was in Mangarata. I was working as a waitress. And mm-hmm. I was about to do my very first event, Nourish and Brunch. I did my very first event on the 5th of January. So my memories from early January are just a lot of stress. Um, I was definitely in a season of hustle, I would call it. I know yeah. I know the word hustle is overused, but it definitely was, wasn't it? Yeah. Every single thing I talked to you about, you probably got annoyed about it, but it was all about Nourish and Brunch. It was probably one of the proudest moments of my life. One of the greatest career moments of my life as well. I mean, I've had a very short career thus far, very early into my career, but it was a great day. But I do remember having that feeling of like, as soon as Nourish and Brunch is over, I know I'm going to want to move on. And I remember talking to you almost every day saying, I feel a little bit stuck. I feel a little bit like I'm in a rut and And I I need to know what's next.
1: Everyone has those, you know, weeks or days where they're like, right, I just did something or... You know, I don't know what's next. What do I do? And it's one of those questions where do you just keep doing what you're doing and stay down that path? Or do you go down a different route? Um, or do you, you know, try something completely different and just mm. put yourself in a brand new situation, completely out of your comfort zone? And I think, like, everyone's felt that. And I think you were definitely in one of those situations where. You couldn't quite see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you did know that you just had to keep going and yeah. eventually you'd find it. And I remember I was out for a walk one day and you were talking, you were just sort of fumbling your words. You didn't know what you were doing. You were throwing a million different ideas. And I said, right, how about you just step back, take a look at what you want to do right now. If you could do anything, regardless of the repercussions, mm. what would it be? Do you remember uh, what you said?
0: Is that when I said? I would work at firmwood
1: in Geelong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I got to the point, I remember saying to Jordan, I have loved being in Wangaratta because I went to Wangaratta as soon as I graduated, um, finished university in October. So I'd been there for, what, three months? Yeah. Um, And I remember saying, it's been so productive being here. It's been nice being here. But as soon as National Branch finished, I knew I was ready to go to the next place. So when Jordan said, what is then what is that thing if you could do anything what would you do I literally said I would work at Firmwood because I love the Firmwood brand and I would move to Geelong so it must have been a few days later or the next day I wrote up a resume and I sent it to the Geelong Firmwood and they weren't hiring or anything but I just sent her resume Um, the manager called me the next day and said that she wanted to meet with me so I said, yep, okay. I booked in my interview for the day after Nourish and Brunch.
1: Yes, ultimate stress.
0: I know. So we had Nourish and Brunch right after, went and stayed here at your place, and then I went for my interview. At the interview, she leant over from the table, shook my hand and said, welcome to Fernwood Ultra. Yeah. So I got the job um, and then I went back to do my give my two weeks and um, Waitressing. So I went from that, I guess, that season of hustle to knowing that that was going to end and feeling like, okay, now I'm in a rut. What do I do now? What do I do now? To very quickly having this new chapter and a, and a huge change. My, going to Geelong for my interview was the second time I'd actually ever been to Geelong. Um, and then that yeah, day... I
1: can't I, believe that because <laughs> when you said, I'm going to Geelong to do an interview at Fernwood, I didn't question... The fact that you'd been to Geelong before, I just assumed you'd been there quite a bit. Yeah, I know. But the fact that you'd... When was the other time you'd been there?
0: When I was eight years old and I went to the water park. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So you wouldn't have even remembered what it was like, really? No,
0: no. I just went with my aunties and my brother when we went to, like, the water park. So I just... It did feel right, though. Yeah, definitely. And And I trusted it. And then, yeah, a week later, I found a friend who I used to play soccer with. She was looking for a housemate. So we decided to team up together a week and a half later, we had our house locked in. Yeah. And then I think a week and a half after that, I moved, moved to Geelong. it so was so quick. It was very quick. Now yeah, it
1: feels like a Geelong's such a big part of your life.
0: Mm. Definitely feels like home for me. Definitely.
1: Right next to the beach.
0: Yeah. Like when you come to Geelong, it'll be Perfect. It felt like a very big um, accomplishment for me just moving to Geelong because yeah. since I was as long as I can remember I've been fascinated by the ocean, um, and I've been saying for years and years and years that I wanted to move down there. So that was that was that season. It was new. It was fresh. I was loving it. Right. And then from your perspective, what season did I enter after being in Geelong for a while?
1: So you went to Geelong. Just trying to think when you did go to Geelong. Where was like the podcast and. Uh, Ebony May Health itself. Where was that sitting at that stage?
0: Oh, we definitely have to talk about Ebony May Health because that's crazy how much that's changed. Um, yeah, yeah the podcast season two launched like a few weeks into me being in Geelong, and it I had maybe you're
1: having a lot of time in Geelong to work on, you know, your podcast. The and...
0: podcast was nothing like it is now yeah. in terms of downloads and stuff. It's 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 completely different. So yeah, there's been a lot of growth for the podcast. There's been I've put a lot more energy and time into the podcast, um, but yeah, when when I moved it along, it had I haven't even hadn't even started season two. But a few weeks into me moving in, how what changed?
1: I think uh, you, you weren't a bit. You're a bit disappointed job wise. I think like it wasn't what you're at all. It wasn't what you hoped for it to be. Yeah. It didn't turn out to be that amazing job that you imagined at the start of the year and I, I I think you're a bit not so much disappointed but it's not what you expected so you weren't sure whether to keep going like is it just you know new job woes that you need to slightly build into yeah or is this did you make a mistake by coming to Geelong and going to Firmwood and you're back into another situation where you're like oh shit what do I do now
0: yeah, hundred um, percent. And for people listening, and if anyone is listening from Fernwood, I adore Fernwood Ultra. I was doing reception, which I wasn't really passionate about. But the main thing was that I associated in my head moving to Geelong and working at Fernwood as as um, synonymous with each other. When I should have just accepted that this was a stepping stone for me to be able to get to Geelong, um, and that in itself was an accomplishment. Yeah. Now I still teach classes at Geelong Ultra and I absolutely love it. I do love teaching classes there. But it definitely struck me because it's it's quite difficult just as a trainer um, and on the, on the the money that you get just as a trainer, depending on how many classes you have. So I think that was quite – it was definitely an element. And I actually – yeah, I was I think I was in a season of uh, doubt and a season of panic and I actually, <laughs> I'm so dramatic, but I, I, it made me very homesick.
1: It did yeah, make me definitely. very homesick,
0: very uncomfortable with my decision. I thought, oh my God, what have I done? I've moved to Geelong and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't the right decision. And I remember I would like call you crying and I don't cry very often. Would you say? No. I no. really don't.
1: Yeah, I know. why are you laughing don't cry about it it?
0: oh my god so yeah i would call jaw crying like multiple times a week just like devastated and i would got so so homesick and i just wasn't really in a happy place and i ended up enrolling in a master of education i thought i'm gonna go and get my dip head and i don't know (laughs) i honestly don't know where that came from guys like I think that I span bear. it. I span it in a way that it was going to solve all of my problems, but it was a cop out. Yeah. Because it, it, and now I look at that that time of my life. It was a season. It was a decision, and it was a pivotal point in my career to to go all in and just really focus on Ebi May Health and and being a personal trainer and a nutritionist or bow out now because it is a risky business. Yeah. It, what do you,
1: What do you think were some of the factors that? led to that decision? Do you think it was a bit money-wise? Was it the fact that there was no clarity going forward?
0: I wasn't loving what I was doing and I couldn't see myself doing that forever. Yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, I like, can imagine if this is what I'm doing forever.
1: Yeah. Do you think being a receptionist, you associated that entire small part of your job and lifestyle with Geelong and being yeah. out on your own, yeah. you're running your own business?
0: Yeah. And I thought... But at this point, Ebony May Health was an Instagram page. Yeah. It was it was nothing, like not to talk down on myself, but it was I didn't have any clients. I didn't have any direction for what I actually wanted Ebony May Health to be. So if you're asking me now, my goodness, I have so much direction. I have so many ideas. I have so much passion. And my drive back, I just I had lost my drive, and I didn't know what Ebony May Health was. And I'm not saying that it's where I want it to be. No way. I know I have so far to go, but at least I can see it. Whereas at that point I thought I've got no security, I've got no stability. And I think that's the biggest – I I would th- I was in a season of, of – um, Uncertainty? Uncertainty. Yeah. And I let that uncertainty get the better of me. And if it wasn't for isolation, going home and having space and time
1: – Well, that's the next season, isn't it? Yeah. Like in Stage 3 in Wayne And what, what was your mindset like then?
0: So going back initially I still wanted to do teaching – yeah. I still wanted that to solve all my problems. It was only a few days in when I realized that I didn't want to give up on, it sounds so dramatic, but I didn't want to give up on like the dreams that I had. Yeah. And the biggest thing was talking to my mum about it. And I said, you know, I want more stability. I want I want a, a job that's that I, I can feel safe and secure in. And she said, I've always been so proud and even a little bit, envious in a way of how you're living your passion
1: yeah and i I think a lot of people not a lot of people can say that they you know go out on their own and they decide what they do Mm. um, and they shape their own future and it's it's hard to see especially that starting stage because there's not a lot of money coming in Mm. success isn't so obvious from the outside yeah um and it's only your little wins that you take for Taking yourself mm. that actually led to you building up to something. Yeah, and I think you know, it took you. Yet you had to go home to realize that.
0: Yeah, I needed that space and that time and that reminder. And as soon as that that flick that switch flicked, yeah, I was I was planning boot camps for my family at home. I was diving into the podcast. It's when I started doing two episodes a week. I started journaling again, and yeah. that was a major, major thing. I started trying to manifest all these different things. I took over the firm with Instagram. I landed podcast interviews with Ashley Bynes, with Georgie Stevenson, um, like people who I looked up to so much, and things started to fall in place. And it was because I was finally actually aligned with those, those, those things that I wanted to manifest, and I think it was because I could finally see that future. Um, but it was definitely that season of space, I want to call it. It was okay, that right. season of, of stepping away from the issue because I know that and I developed so much anxiety being in Geelong and feeling unsettled and in, in that stage of uncertainty that that I would never have have been able to to keep chasing what I wanted because I didn't wasn't able to step back. Like I was too close to it. Yeah. So that... That has that that season right mm. there, going back home has had the biggest impact on me. I cannot imagine being where I am right now if I didn't have the first isolation because in terms of even my Instagram, my podcast, my uh, business, the fact that I have clients now, I didn't yeah. have clients before, everything has changed and gone in a direction that i I wanted it to since I've gone back home.
1: Yeah, there's quite a few big wins. When you're back in Wayne. Yeah. So like going into the start of that and then coming out the other side was two completely different business models and two 100% different 100% I upskilled,
0: I got my registration, I got my permits, I got my insurance, I was planning boot camps, I got picked up some clients, like it was just everything just started happening and rolling. Yeah. The ball started rolling. So I didn't have any clients until June. Yeah. Um. It was like mid-June. So that whole month before the gyms opened and before I had clients was all about using that motivation that I cultivated in that season of space and actually putting it to use. So using my time wisely, making sure I was doing a lot of work on the podcast. Um, I had a few ideas that now are starting to become real that I can't talk about.
1: yeah Planted a few seeds.
0: Yeah, planted a few seeds, so to speak. And just, I, I just really started getting involved. I've made a lot of like good friends on Instagram since. Like really started getting involved with other people who are similar in this space, which has been so fun. Um, and yeah, just just sort of, uh, we did a lot of talking about Ebony May Health and like some little business plans and stuff like that. It was it was very much, a, I would say, a season of preparation. Okay. It was before I went back to work. It was before I got my clients. It was just I had the motivation. It was like okay, now I have to prepare for the next season.
1: So that was May until
0: May until June.
1: And then what happened? End of June, start of July.
0: Well, that's that's when I had to actually put everything into practice.
1: Yes, yeah, so was about a month ago.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I started getting clients, and
1: what did that look like?
0: Well, I I just posted on a on a um. On a Facebook group in Geelong, yeah, and I got uh, a few girls. Uh, two girls who wanted to do group personal training, and then it just kept on, just kept on coming in. So within a week, I got another like six clients.
1: Yeah, did you always plan on just doing one on one or one on two personal trainings?
0: Uh, no, like I wanted to start doing boot camps. Yeah, I only really started getting them up and running recently, um, and then obviously now I don't do them because of restrictions, but. But it was. I was really happy with how it was going.
1: Yeah. Like what, what made you get into the personal training section? Because I think other than what happened at Firmwood, this is the first time you've, already, you've really gone out on your own and done personal training. What made you get into that?
0: I don't know. It's just I think I was looking at it while I was in that season of space thinking, well, what do I actually want to do? And although I adore Firmwood and it's, I love doing it, my goal is always to work for myself. That's,
1: yeah, to have that creative control.
0: Yeah, since I was little. Yeah definitely that last little bit. Uh, it was it was kind of
1: planting seeds. Well, no, because, no, that was
0: the preparation. It was the, kind of like the season of hustle again, but it was a season of a hustle. Like I didn't feel like I was slogging away. Yeah, I was working I think hard. This is,
1: this is where a lot of things came to fruition. This we, is where the results started actually showing. The
0: puzzle pieces came together. Yeah,
1: you, you got a, a lot of tangible results <laughs> out of this section, I think. Yes. Um and so that's july now where are we looking
0: yeah so we're back in isolation Back in
1: iso. Um, what's this one looking like so far like the other one you went home and you sort of rediscovered your motivations and my and drive yeah what's this one looking like so far
0: this one so far is it's kind of business as usual besides um, the fact that i'm not seeing my clients um i've been podcasting but i'm looking forward to a little bit of rest yep um a season of rest would be quite nice. Uh, Obviously the podcast, I'm having six weeks off, which feels like a long time. That's 12 episodes. So each episode takes a very long time. So multiply that by 12. It's it's going to be a massive break. Obviously the whole time I won't be having a break because – I'm gonna be planning uh, interviews and making sure season three is just the best that it can be. I've already been planning so much for season three. Other things that I've been planning for to happen like next year, and now is that time to work on that. So yeah. nothing's urgent right now, and yeah. I like that. I don't. I don't have anywhere to be except for working on myself and my business, and that's where I am right now. It's not. It's not really rest, but it's just regroup. yeah. It's time to regroup. It's time to actively plan but still still try to maintain what I have built and just maintain that growth in every aspect of the business and personal. What
1: are a, f- a few of your goals over the next 6 weeks?
0: Uh, over the next 6 weeks, I want to I want to have season 3 like prepped and have a few interviews under my belt. I know I have a lot of people who I want to interview. But also in terms of the podcast, I want to be—I want to get a new microphone. I've got like a, the new uh, intro song, and yep. it's a complete revamp in what every mark way.
1: Are you looking at getting?
0: I'm thinking the Blue Yeti.
1: Yeah, you're pretty set on that.
0: Yeah, and yeah, just so that's that's one goal I have is to just put a lot of effort into making sure season three is the best it can possibly be. Another goal is to keep in touch with my clients. And sort of just be planning about how I can increase the the growth of my clients and um, and get things get that sort of stuff settled. I've been doing a little bit of work on my website as well since I've been here, just changing things up. A lot of the stuff I, I'm not going to mention because they're just like early on. Um, yeah. And they'll, you guys will find out – oh, you'll probably find out in Season 3, which is very exciting.
1: We'll touch base at a later date.
0: We'll touch base at a later date. But I think – in, in, I don't know if you meant this but I do have some personal goals um I spoke about this a little bit but I just want to feel a little bit better within my body I feel like because I, I've just I feel like I've thrown myself so far into doing stuff that be my health I kind of wasn't training as best as I could so I've just recently gotten back into I think a good routine when I was in Geelong I was really making sure I was going to the gym almost every day walking doing lots of walks um so I've, we've tried to keep that up.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so that's, that's another goal as well. We're trying to get hashtag shredded
1: yeah, over this it. isolation. How do you analyse your seasons? How do you record them? How do you separate each season?
0: Well, I started journaling. Yeah. Yep. And I think that when you journal, even without looking back at it, Because I was writing down everything, it's just so much easier to remember how you were feeling. It allows you to
1: reflect a lot better, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely journaling is one. I do verbalize everything a lot. I feel like the reason and, you know, talking to my mom and everything, I wouldn't be able to identify or be self-aware enough of the different seasons I was going through if I wasn't verbalizing it. So if you're one not to share with people, I think that maybe opening up about how you're feeling would be good. Like if I didn't tell anyone my feelings of uncertainty, then I probably, like I might be in, I might be doing teaching right now, you know, yeah. and not and have given up on every my health. But you also do know, at your core, you do know what you should do. Yeah. And I think the key for that is that if you're saying, hey, do you think I should do this? And say, you say you're asking if I should do A or B, and they say you should do A, and then you're a little bit upset that they didn't say B that's the sign that you want to do me. Yeah. And I think I was wanting people to say what my mum said to me, which was don't try and take the safe way out. Keep on pushing through with what you're passionate about because I'm the type, I am a very passionate person and that's why I do what I do. That's why I spend so much time on the podcast and everything like that when the, I haven't seen a dime
1: from the podcast.
0: Mm. I probably won't for a long time and that's fine because I'm so passionate about it. And it would have been a shame to throw that away. And I don't think I would have, but it was great to have my mum say, listen, like, you are so passionate about this. Do you really want to throw it away? And if I, ne- I needed someone to be honest with me. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast in general. I started this almost two years ago now. In two months, it's two years since I started the podcast. Yeah which is so cool and so crazy. You guys have seen so many seasons of my life or heard so many seasons of my life because definitely two years ago was a totally different time. Um, and stick around for season three and make sure that you're following at the real health podcast because that's where all the updates are going to be. But it means the world. I know a lot of you have been sharing it. Um, please continue to do so because it spreads the word for this podcast. And if it's made your day a little bit brighter, hopefully we can spread it and make other days, other people's days a little bit brighter as well. But thank you so, so much for listening. And I will see you in season three. But until then, I wish you happiness and real health. Jaw, would you like to say any final words?
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Bye-bye.